This episode contains spoilers for the first half of Happy Death Day, but it doesn't contain any spoilers for the second half, um, because we haven't seen it. Why? Because we happen to be... That's right, we are Walkout Boys. I'm Joseph Moore. And I'm Nick Sampson. And each week we go see a brand new film and leave it exactly halfway through and then try guess what happens in the second half. This week, uh, oh, Joseph, um, happy death day oh, to you. Nick, I'm so, I'm so, so sorry. So, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, happy death day. Thank you. What, Thank you. Did, what did you get for your death day? A uh, coffin. <laughs> oh, I got uh, flowers. Oh, that's nice. For my mother. Oh, oh good. Well, yeah. I'll re-gift well, them. You're though. not going to need them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, well, uh, if, if you don't know, it's uh, Halloween's right around the corner, mm. and so spooks, spooks and scares are uh, are abound in the cinema. You can't can't move for a spook or a scare. Yeah, uh, my my chair in the cinema covered in cobwebs. <laughs> Personally, yeah, the doors uh, when you open them they sort of go. <laughs> and um, the usher was just like a small child who just stared at you. Mm. And my popcorn, some there were some bony fingers reaching out. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is, it's great. They really go all out at event cinemas. Yes, um, and we went to see. Uh, this this year's spook fest uh, happy happy death, death day. day and happy death day if you don't know is groundhog day but horror mm-hmm. that's it that's that's, it. that's the whole thing <laughs> that's the movie well done <laughs> <laughs> thank you so um, you or might- the tom cruise groundhog sci-fi day movie but horror yeah oh age of tomorrow yeah or live die repeat yeah live die repeat rinse um yeah uh, so it's about a woman named Tree. Now, this was my first issue with the film. <laughs> and she is, uh, she's no good. Well, uh, and these aren't, this isn't my word, but another character refers to her as a sneaky biatch. Yeah. Um, and we do see her be a sneaky biatch as well. Well, um, yeah. She, um, the, she begins by waking up in her dorm room. Not, not hers. Some fellas. She's been sneaking around. She's having sex. Yeah, um, that's what's implied, is, which is a, a bad sign. First of all, um, <laughs> I like know, I like my heroines pure. Yeah, uh, man or woman. Yeah, if I I I, I mean, after, if you often if I don't see someone have sex in a movie, I assume that they're a virgin. Yes, and if I don't see a purity ring on a character, I don't trust that character for a second. Um, like Sarah Connor, virgin. In the second movie. <laughs> Not in the first one. Wait, what? <laughs> she has sex in the first one. Yeah, right? she, I know, quite yeah. clearly. And then has a son in the second yeah, one. So but virgin. Just, no. Second one. You don't see her have sex. Yeah, but that doesn't make you a virgin if you stop having sex for a bit. Does she it? sure she would have liked to have sex. She's just in a mental asylum. <laughs> well, she's keep she's pure. All right. Okay, um, a little bit. Terminator pure. Terminator. Yeah, virgin. the Terminator hasn't had sex. <laughs> Do you like him? The T-1000 hasn't had sex. The villainous blob. Yeah. You, you, I like it. That's why I root for him. <laughs> um, so she's she's just had sex and it felt so good. And she uh, she, wo- she, wo- she woke up uh, in, in a dorm room with a, lo- a loser. Uh, and that's the worst type of person to have uh, sex with. I don't know about if any of our listeners are in the practice of having sex. Oh, wait. It turned out she didn't even have sex. Yeah, I know. We're getting to that, Nick. Oh, okay. <laughs> Learn, learn how to structure a narrative. <laughs> no, like, I can't. This podcast <laughs> literally prohibits that. <laughs> the very nature of this podcast pr- prohibits me from learning how to structure any sort of story. 
Okay, I, I, I apologize uh, to, to you for that. Um, yeah, so she wakes up in this dorm room with a loser and uh, she has to walk back to her sorority. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? I guess so. That's what girls are in. No. Yes. yes. Sorority girls. Boys are in fraternities. Fraternities. I'm getting confused by the movie Sorority Boys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the norm. <laughs> okay, so that, they were mixed up. It's not the norm to dress up as a woman? No, I guess it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a great title for a movie if that was the norm. Like, yeah. Fraternity Boys is not great. <laughs> no. no premise. Right. <laughs> a bunch of boys yeah. join a fraternity. But but the movie Sorority Boys are. is a great premise <laughs> <laughs> and, a, and a great film. <laughs> okay, so, so she's in the sorority and uh, she has to walk back through the university. What if you're a house bunny? Well... A bunny's allowed. What are houses? No, they have warrens. Okay, <laughs> so the Warren so bunny it shouldn't be in the house. <laughs> there, there, w- there wouldn't be a movie called The Warren Bunny, would there? No. Watership down. Uh, okay, so uh, she she goes to her sorority, mm. and um, it's her birthday. Yes. Um, or well, as far as she knows, it's just her birthday. Yes. She will come to realize that it's also her happy death day, um, and she. Uh, gets ready for a party, and and we kind of see her go about what for her. I guess is a normal day. Wakes up, um, she, she has some run-ins with her sorority who call her biatches. Yeah, uh, the power goes out at she one point. Throws a cupcake in the bin. She the power goes out. She goes to a lunch, gets chocolate milk spilled on her. She has an affair with a teacher. She, <laughs> and she ignores several calls from her dad. Oh. And her phone ringtone is it's your, it's, it's it's your, your birthday. birthday. Pick up the phone. Is that a thing that you can get a ringtone that just turn, plays on your well, birthday? Well, okay, I was I went through multiple uh, stages of thought about this during the film. Because at first it's like, ah, oh, she's just got a... Her ringtone is just, hey, it's your birthday. Right. Gotta pick up the phone. And, and every, then, she lives her life like every day. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you, so we should all. And live also live life like every day is your death day. Mm. Make the most of it. Um, but at one point, a guy goes, they're trying to figure out what's happening to her. And this guy's like, so what is it about today that would make today the day you repeat? And then the phone goes, hey, it's your birthday. And he looks at it, he's like, so it's your birthday. <laughs> and it's like, wait, how did you know from her ringtone? <laughs> did, so did she, like the night before, change her ringtone? Go, it's my birthday tomorrow. I got to have a birthday ringtone. I don't think so, because then when that ringtone played, she would have shown confusion. She would have been like, what's that sound? Oh, it's my phone. Yes. So did, do, is, do iPhones have a setting now? Well, this is a great question. <laughs> Where you can set a ringtone to only change on your birthday to a birthday-themed ringtone. But that one didn't sound like that would be built into an iPod. It sounded like she paid like $2 for that. Yeah. From a thing that there was a TV ad for. And for someone who doesn't care about her birthday, clearly she does. <laughs> who both throws a cupcake into a bin that someone gives them and changes their ringtone to a birthday-themed ringtone? A psychopath. <laughs> yeah, someone who's severely messed up. Um I, and we, so she she goes she goes to a party, and um, on the way she finds a, a spooky um, a baby, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. She gets murdered by a baby, but she find she finds we'll, a spooky, we'll get to that. <laughs> spooky music box um, yeah. playing "Happy Birthday." Yeah, um, which she wouldn't recognize because it's not playing. Hey, it's your <laughs> birthday, and then she gets murdered by a, ma- a baby, a man with the face a, of a, a baby, a, a baby wearing a hoodie. <laughs> So wait, was this ba- from what I gathered, the baby was the sports mascot? Yeah. Like the the university the, was the university football the, team of was babies. the babies. <laughs> now, is that like a great gag? 
or us um because I was just very distracted by the great gag that their um team mascot was the babies. I don't know. Or, or, or might, might there be a university that has maybe the, there the is. babies as their they call it the Bay, the Bayview babies. American listeners, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, what we have you? A, in New Zealand. We have a rugby team where you show your support for them by putting a bucket over your head. Yes, and <laughs> going to the, watch the game with a bucket on your head. So it's, I guess, it's not uh, out of the realms of possibility. True that. Um, so there's a guy wearing a baby mask, a baby mascot mask, and he murders her. And then she guess what? She wakes up, and guess what day it is? It's her death day again. Oh no! And her birthday. She's Groundhog Day in it. God, if there's one day you don't want to keep reliving, it's your death day. <laughs> yeah, but you would want to keep reliving oh, your birthday. So, so catch twenty two. Yeah, it's a real Sophie's choice. Not, not in any way. <laughs> <laughs> so she, um, at first she's confused. She thinks she's having a big old deja vu, and she keeps. Oh, like uh, deja vu. Yeah, no, no, no. She does not think. Not like the you think of the Denzel Washington film Deja Vu. Yes. yes, there is no machine she goes into to uh, solve a murder that happened in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina. Okay, okay. Well, as far as we know, <laughs> and she goes about her her day in a kind of daze the second time. Yeah. She's a bit like, oh, it was a bit weird. It's a bit weird that I dreamed this whole day, uh, and everything's happening the way it did in my dream. And then she gets murdered again mm. by a baby. And then she wakes up for the third time, and that's when you know. She's like, uh-oh, oh, this is a Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, and she, which she never says, so clearly she's not seen. Yeah. Does, do uh, you reckon the movie Groundhog Day exists in the world? Because um, there's like pop culture in their world. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't, because I feel like the loser would have seen it. Yeah, yeah. He'd be a big Bill Murray fan. He'd be hoping that Bill Murray is going to stop by. <laughs> Bill Murray's probably stopped by the university to... <laughs> Yeah, you know, like fix some carpet or something. Um, Bill Murray was supposed to star in this film, but uh, you can't get hold of him in Hollywood. Oh no! Do you know you have to? Uh, he's only got one number. Yeah, and you have to fax him. Uh, you have to nail a thing to a tree, and you have to fly a crow <laughs> to Bill Murray's house, and and the crow, uh, you have Bill Murray whispers to the crow what films he would like to be in, and then that crow uh, squawks in Morse code to each Hollywood film producer. <laughs> And, and whoever gets to decipher his crow gets to have Bill Murray in their movie. Mm. And you have to pay him in worms for the crow. <laughs> um, so she slowly figures out that she's she's in Groundhog Day. Um, and she uh, tells the loser about it. And he buys it right away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he says, well, maybe maybe you're being killed because this... this the, the, whoever is killing you must know it's your birthday. Yeah. Um, and so she goes around. There's a fun montage to Demi Lovato, confident, where she goes around trying to find her, um, her killer by like spying on all the suspects and then getting stabbed by a baby at the end. By of a baby <laughs> at the end of each one. Uh, and yeah, and she she just as we kind of walked out, she was really no closer to knowing who the killer was. She had ruled out a few a few key suspects, but no one I personally suspected. Um, one person we hadn't ruled out was the teacher she's having an affair with. Mm. And he did sort of appear quite spookily. Yeah, he did appear in a jump scare. Yeah. Which could mean one or two things in a horror film, which is he's to do with the scary stuff or he's not. <laughs> Haha, we scared you. Yeah. Um, so really, we are not closer to knowing anything. Um, one thing we did also learn is that uh, she shared a birthday with her mother who died on her birthday. So her oh, mother, did they share a birthday? Yeah, because um, when she was watching the video, her dad was like, happy birthday to my two favorite girls. Aww. Yeah. And so she shared a video. She shared a birthday and a death day with her mother. Mm. 
But as far as we know, we, she hasn't pissed off any babies. No. Clearly this baby is killing... I mean, I know it's a mask, but underneath, what's the chances that it's still a baby? Well, take a baby to a mask shop. What mask are they going to pick out? Baby masks. They're they don't have very much imagination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I've got a few suspicions about who who it might be, Nick. Oh okay, yeah, I, I do as well. I uh, I do as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, well uh, that's that's it was a pretty straightforward movie. I thought so. We just jump into the second half. All right, let's do so. But first, uh, why don't we check in on an old friend? It's time for Live and Cromwell. Yes, this is Alive and Cromwell, the segment where each week we check in on beloved character actor James Cromwell and make sure he's still alive because it's, you know, so you got to have someone watching you back. Yeah, and, and we got you. We got you, James. Nick, how's he doing? Uh, well, he three days ago he retweeted a tweet um, and so, you know, no no activity since then. This is the least communication we've had with, from James. Uh, Frankly, I'm a little... I'm a little worried. Um, he's quite an avid tweeter. Three days is, in my mind, too long um, for him to go without tweeting. So if you, when this podcast comes out, it'll probably be, you know, two or three more days. If he's still not tweeted, please, if you know him or uh, his neighbor, just go and check. Or are him. I check. imagine James remains to this day an avid listener. Uh, yes. And if you are James, please, uh, please tweet us. Let us know that you're alive. Um, in, in news about him, uh, he, well, he's not he's he's not been in the news because obviously you know potentially dead. So um, I thought we just I just read some trivia about him. So this piece of trivia comes from IMDb. 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 And it is, uh, here here it is here it is. Uh, James Cromwell is the only actor to ever utter the words Star Trek on Star Trek itself. In the film First Contact, nineteen ninety six, his character Zephram Cochran said to the crew. And you're a lot of astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. <laughs> I'm sure he delivered I'm sure that he... non-clunky line <laughs> with aplomb. And uh, it says here that he barreled the camera <laughs> and winked and held up a sign that said, um, down with uh, <laughs> the <laughs> treatment of uh, horses on the set. <laughs> it was roughly that is, dragged away by what security. What wonderful restraint from... Like the hundreds of people that have written for various incarnations of Star Star Trek to only have ever said Star Trek once. If I got a job writing on Star Trek, I would chuck like three in yeah. in one episode. That's this, a, that's a this Star Trek sure is taking a long time. <laughs> I I thought they did start with I thought they were like Star Trek date. Oh, it's Captain's Log, isn't it? <laughs> Star Trek, Star Trek, Star Trek. <laughs> like uh. I tell you what, Chewy, these Star Wars have been going on for a long time. <laughs> you you would think, okay, like I guess why you're in them, sure, but surely in like the Phantom Menace, they'd be like, ah, oh, it's been, it's been, you, my father fought in the Star Wars, and uh, and you kids don't know what, what 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 he died for. It's like that's not World War Two. World War is a pretty. Those sound like movie names. Yeah, they sound badass. The Great War and World War Two. That's what we called them at the time. Yeah. Um, those are those are people were using them all the time. So it's not like unnatural for someone if they were referred to as the Star Wars in the press, in the Gungan press. Yeah. But I guess a trick, a Star Trek, that's just a trick, isn't it? 
Yeah, you know, if you go on a on a normal trick, like a bush trick. Yeah, you'll be like, how long's the bush? How's the bush trick going? Yeah, this is a great bush trick. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with saying that. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's if any Star Trek writers are, uh, are, are listening. <laughs> Chuck a few more in. Yeah, don't be afraid. Yeah. It, it fits in nicely. <laughs> it's a good name. <laughs> Maybe you're embarrassed about it. Own it's it. a fine name. We say walkout boys all the time. Yeah. I've used it as a verb now. I got a walkout boy in that that movie. Yeah, I, I got a walkout boy this this wedding. Yeah, I'm walkout boying this relationship. <laughs> that has been alive in Cromwell. So, when we left, our friend Tree, the woman, she was taken to hospital because she learnt that uh, after getting killed every single day, her wounds were remaining within her body. So she had like a torn up liver and stuff. Despite she'd it- been stabbed multiple times with like a knife and a bong and she'd been hit with a baseball bat. Yeah. And for some reason, even though she was reliving the same day, she was retaining her, her wounds. Is starting to uh, d- deteriorate. And uh, her, uh, the teacher, who's a medical professional also, that she's having an affair with, shows up. <laughs> Hello. <sighs> Handsome doctor. Uh, I I I I have to get out of here. You know it's crazy in here. I I can't stay. Otherwise, I'll get murdered by a baby. Tell me more. You haven't told me anything about this yet. I'm confused. Well, I have nothing to do with it, by the way. Or do I? Well, I haven't really told you. He's not there anymore. He's oh, disappeared. Oh, where's he gone? <laughs> I just went to get coffee. Oh, sorry. I appeared again in such a oh, horrifying manner. No, that's that's quite fine. These lights keep flickering on and off, so it's kind of spooky. Is that a, what's that tucked into your pocket? Is there? Baby mask? <laughs> this this old thing. <laughs> uh, you see, I, I I have a young baby myself, and I, I took it to the mask shop today and let it pick out anything it wanted. And <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, I, I, just this. You you understand? I keep getting murdered by a baby uh, in a hoodie. Well, a baby in a hoodie, or a, a, a someone in a baby mask, or a baby in a baby mask. Well, that's unclear. It's a it's a it's clearly a, clearly a mask. Like it's not a okay. So it's it's. But it, chances it, are, behind a baby mask, is a baby. Is a baby I mean, that's yeah, the, that's the. Yeah, I got kids. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, just then, um, a, a, a sp- like a scary um, nurse wheels in like a big tray of knives and goes, "Here's here's your knives." <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> ah, that was, <laughs> that was, uh, the doctor says, "I didn't. I didn't order." I didn't order these knives. Uh, and, and the nurse uh, turns to um, uh, Tree and removes her face mask and there's a baby mask behind it. And she's like, oh, God! And she takes the mask and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I so was- she had a an old lady mask, a baby mask, and under that she's an old lady. She Yeah, she was hunched like an old lady oh, and yeah. she was wearing a baby mask and over that like a, um, a face mask for doctors. Oh, okay. Um, but just a normal scary old lady. Yeah, and I, she's just a normal, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, underneath. She's, I was, I'm sorry, I was just visiting the uh, the children's ward. <laughs> I didn't want to scare any of the children while I was coming past with all these knives. <laughs> oh, uh, well, you want you want to take these knives down to the kitchen? Uh, we're having steak for dinner. <laughs> this hospital is, is wonderful catering. People people make fun of hospital food. It's a bit of a punchline a lot mm. of the time, but not this hospital. Mm. This university hospital, staffed by. Uh, professors who are also doctors um which we learned about last week in, in flatliners 
<laughs> Everyone has two jobs. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Tree, while while they're talking, she sort of slips out of bed and and climbs out the window. She doesn't really have a fear of death anymore, mm. apart from the fact that it's starting to hurt a lot. Um, she climbs out the window and, and sort of shimmies along the balcony into into the next room. Um, and she climbs in, and what 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 does she find? What, what what Nick? A bunch of doctors standing around um, a dead woman. <laughs> They're flatlining. No, her. <laughs> yeah. oh, no. Uh, it's Alan Page. She's being flatlined at the moment, um, and she sort of comes back. They're like, you know, some of the doctors aren't uh, late, like scurrying in late because they were always late to their flatlining. <laughs> yeah. um, there's pizza and stuff. They're all very casual. Um, she climbs in. They're like, "Whoa, are you here to help with the flatline?" And she's like. No, a baby's trying to kill me. They're like, oh, please, <laughs> you're, you're talking crazy. Now, if you excuse us, this dead woman, we've got to bring her back to life. And so Ellen Page is on there, and, mm-hmm. and we see inside Ellen Page's flatlining mind. She's yeah. having a flatline. Beep, beep, beep. And she, um, Ellen Page is walking uh, walking down the street, just quietly. And, uh, in the afterlife. In the afterlife, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's, she's walking along, and she's walking towards uh, a light. And she's like, oh, this light is pretty good. So she keeps walking towards it. And she gets there, and it's not heaven. It's actually the little light emitting from a, a toy, <gasps> which goes, bing, 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 bing. That's right. Ellen Page just starts looking around. She's like, what's going on here? And guess what she sees? Someone in a baby, a baby mask. <gasps> and it, kill, it <gasps> kills her in the afterlife. <gasps> and that's it. She dies in the flatline. Beep. The baby is Freddy... Krugering now. No. That's right. He go he can go into a flatline dream and do killing there too. Shit. Um yeah, she she dies on the on the table. Um the well, doc- she's really dead, but she, she was dead. D- you know, she doesn't come she back. stays dead. Yeah. Um the doctors are pretty miffed. But um, you know, these are they don't they don't like, they should have assumed this was gonna happen really at some it. point. <laughs> They're sort of like, uh oh, whoopsie, you know, Pobody's perfect. And then they're like, uh, who's next? <laughs> they're always, everyone's keen to keep flatlining. Yeah. So, um, uh, Tree sort of keeps scurrying along. She doesn't want anything to do with these people. Um, and she, she, she runs down the stairs, um, and, and out of the hospital. She runs into the loser friend, and he's like, uh, he's brought, he's, he's, she runs into him, and he spills another chocolate milkshake on it. He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, what, what were you doing? I was bringing you a big, uh, two cups of chocolate milk. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, how's your death day going? She's like, not good, not good. Um, it's it's night time, and uh, they turn around and they they see standing under the street light, God, a man in a hoodie, wearing a baby mask. It's him, as always. And he um, she's like, now listen, and then what he does is he stabs her in the throat, <laughs> and she dies. So uh, she wakes up again, and it's uh, uh, hey. It's your birthday. You gotta pick up the phone. (gasps) (laughs) She's got a very sore throat. Very sore throat. Um, so she can't talk at all for this whole, (laughs) the whole, her whole thing. And then the yeah, the loser guy comes up. He's like, "Hey, what's? Hey, nice to meet you." Uh, Yeah, she's like, (laughs) "Say anything." Like you're being quite rude. And um, then the. Uh, she she walks out and she walks past the, the the global warming petition lady. She walks past the the sprinklers. Um, and she's but she's you know she's always a step ahead this time. Yeah. She knows not to not to get harassed by the global warming mm-hmm. lady. And uh, but here's another thing that's happening because every single day she wakes up again, she refuses to sign 
a global warming warming uh, petition. Oh, so it's getting warmer. It's getting warmer. Global warming, just like her um, stab wounds, are getting worse every time she wakes up. Global warming is getting worse. And the uh, polar ice caps start melting. Yeah. Oh. And they've been melting every time she wakes up <laughs> for um, Happy Death Day. And, uh, and, she, and she starts seeing um, there's just water around her feet. That's how much they've risen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Every, everything. The sea, the sea level is now at about, uh, you know, kind of the bottom of your, your heels. Yeah. Yeah. And this is a big problem. <laughs> She's got to get out of this thing ASAP. What? This is a huge problem. You can't make, she, not only does she have to solve her own death day, but she's also going to solve global warming? <laughs> yeah. This is too much for your average cold student to have to deal with. I know. That, this movie is a metaphor. Especially one that can't talk now. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so she's she starts wading through uh, the global, the ice cap water, um, and she tries to get to her professor, who may or may not be involved, mm. and she gets up to him. She's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Hey. Tree. Uh, I was hoping we could kiss. Um, ooh, no. Ooh, ooh, oh, okay. Well, uh, in that case, I'm gonna have to leave. And but, but just before he leaves, um, she spies something on her TV next to her, and she starts pointing at it. Ooh. And it's it's the movie Groundhog Day, which is playing, and she points at that and points to herself. Oh, you want to watch Groundhog Day? Of course. I will. It's one of my favorite movies. You know, once Bill Murray came to this very school, and I kid you not, he played indoor cricket with everyone in the staff. It was He told us we'd, uh, no one would ever believe us. <laughs> oh, you don't believe it? Oh, well, I have a photo. Let me show you. <laughs> and he gets out of the photo, he shows it. But then she notices, uh, scrolled on the back of the, um, of the photo is a phone number for Bill Murray. If she could talk to him, she could find out how to get out of this message. So she rings up the phone number, disconnected. Of course. Well, you can't get in touch with him, can you? No, he's super hard to get in hold of. Yeah, yeah. But just then, what should fly out of the sky? <laughs> a crow. <laughs> well, somehow the crow seems to understand. It flicks its beak <laughs> and, f- and flies off into the sky. And then, a ba- then the baby turns up and kills it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it wakes up again. Hey, it's your birthday. Um, she 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 runs outside. Um, she she was stabbed in the eye now, so she she can't she can't shoot both eyes. She can't she can't see anymore. <laughs> she's sort of feeling around. Yeah. Um, uh, she's f- sort of feeling around. She accidentally signs the global warming petition, and she's uh-huh. like feeling her way around yeah, it. yeah of course um this immediately reverses the effects of global they were one signature off yeah that's what you guys and if you're listening sign those positions man <laughs> um but it's too late because uh while the ice caps melted they released um some long frozen um creatures that were trapped in the ice for hundreds hundreds of centuries what uh, uh they, it's a, a big mammoth <laughs> and a saber-toothed tiger <laughs> and a bunch of annoying possums no. <laughs> yeah it's the ice age crew <laughs> from ice age collision course <laughs> yeah uh they're they all come and tell you, stamping <laughs> into the university and their uh their marital problems have, have been getting, getting worse and worse because They've been stuck in that ice together. Yeah. So she, so the, so she's she's got the she's got these mammoths hanging around her, going like, oh, I, can't, I hate my wife. <laughs> and uh, oh, you listen, ma- ma- Manny, you you go out drinking with your friends every night, and I raise these two mammoths myself. It's like they and they keep bickering. Yeah. And they keep, and they keep going. 
uh, tree, wh- please help us out. And and she's like, <laughs> like she doesn't even know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Um. And then the baby turns up, mm. and uh, she can't see it, obviously. But um, uh, we hear Man- Manny's like, "Hey, what's uh, what's going on with this man with the baby face?" Um. And then the baby face man is standing, and, and Teresa turns around to face him, like resigned that she's probably going to get killed again. Um. And the baby reaches up and takes its mask off. No. Hey. Wait. It's time for a baby to take charge. <laughs> no. This- That's right. It's me, the boss baby. <laughs> no, the boss baby. The boss baby's been doing all the killing. I'm the killer. I'm the boss killer. Hey. <laughs> And she's, uh, everyone's freaking out now because the boss baby's unstoppable. He's, you know. He's a mastermind. Yeah, well, no, he's got great, he's great at business as well. So he's. <laughs> uh, and, this and, is and, the and, most lucrative business of all, killing you, a girl. And any fans of the Walkout Boys podcast universe will know that the boss baby has learned a lot from Ted Bundy of late. The boss baby and Ted Bundy are huge friends, uh, and uh, and and a lot of his his killings rubbed off on the boss baby. Um, but the boss baby is a, a businessman, and he uh, he knows that uh, instinctively that uh, killing people uh, is bad for business. So he he's he's uh, he's made this uh, uh, time loop um, so that he can kill satisfy his killing urge without. You know, getting caught for it and and having that be bad for baby business. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's so. I tried to I tried to choose a mask to disguise myself, but uh, you know, being uh, I'm a boss, but you know, still a baby. Uh, He's I, a murderer. He's a murderer, baby. Yeah, I, I, I chose this uh, this mask to disguise myself. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's a it's a baby mask. Uh, <laughs> it looks exact, almost exactly the well, same. Well, not to me. To me, it's very different. <laughs> uh, not all babies look alike. You know, this is a slightly different baby. You have no imagination, do you? No, no, I'm a baby. <laughs> oh God. Uh, hey, well, we thought we had problems. <laughs> oh, we do have problems, Manny. You don't love me like you love that fucking fucking skunk you hang out with. Hey, his name, my name's Thid. <laughs> Oh, were you too quiet? Were you too quiet down? Shut up, Diego. <laughs> well, look, look, we're we're in an impasse here. That the Ice Age gang and Tree need to defeat the Boss Baby, who's been doing all the murders. The Boss Baby, they uh, they advance on the Boss Baby like, oh, Manny's like, oh, all right, I'll help. Um, the Boss Baby is is ready. For, he can handle mammoths, yeah, and yeah. he um, uh, he spears them with uh, the, like his boss. He's got Boss Baby like um like ninja throwing stars yeah. and he just he just basically butchers them yeah he butchers them and then um <clears throat> manny wakes up <laughs> it's the beginning of ice age one <laughs> oh hey what what, what happened hey <laughs> hey hey my name's sid we haven't met yet but i just found the baby what do you think about that Oh, baby, baby, baby! No, no! Oh, no! No, I, I just had a, baby, a crazy a dream where uh, I was uh, in the future and uh, a baby like this one killed me. What happened before that in the dream? Oh, um, well, we went for a long walk. We met a saber-toothed tiger, and then the ice caps melted. Yeah. And then we got on a boat. We, we made a boat, a boat out of ice. And there was some ice boats. We discovered dinosaurs. Wait, how do you know this? I got killed as well. Oh, my God. Manny, we're both, we're both Groundhog Day in it. 
I managed to watch the film Groundhog Day when I was in the future. The baby takes off its baby mask. That's right. We're all in Groundhog Day now. <laughs> Who is it? It's Bill Murray. <laughs> he got that bird after all. <laughs> I can tell you, there's only one way to get out of this. Learn to play the piano. <laughs> and I so Manny and Sid learn to play the piano. They forego all five Ice Age movies. <laughs> and they and they die. But here's, here's, here's how the butterfly effect works, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, because they didn't uh, do all the stuff they did, mm-hmm. um, the Ice Age never ended. <laughs> and to this day, it's still the Ice Age. And, and so Tree, on her birthday, wakes up. <gasps> Where are... Where am I? She's wakes up on a slab of ice. <laughs> yeah, humans. She's the only human, and and the the climate is not humans cannot. Develop. Well, she's not a human. Either. She's like a, a possum. <laughs> but she's like, whoa, whoa. and she's she's slipped with like a like a ratty possum, <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at the camera and she's like, oh, happy death day. <laughs> the end. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> Really good stuff. <laughs> Not enough movies employ the butterfly effect. Yeah, that's true. Only one that I know. Of. <laughs> oh, there were sequels. Yeah. Uh, 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 thank you so much for listening to uh, Walkout Boys. If you've enjoyed it, why not tell a friend, rate us on iTunes, or tell no one. Keep it to yourself. Yeah. Keep it secret. This is a dark secret. No one. This is between you bury and this me. podcast in the earth. Yeah. Put it in a time capsule. Yes. Send it to space. Mm, or put it underneath your school. <laughs> and in 70 years, they'll dig it up and be like, how do we play this? <laughs> <laughs> it has been an absolute pleasure podcasting for you today. Uh, make sure you check out all the other podcasts on the Little Empire Podcast Network. We are proud to be a part of it. You should check out the other stuff they got. Goodbye. Goodbye.